Hey, Dr. Mike here. Are you trying to avoid packaged foods but keep finding them in your cart? Maybe they're not that bad. Stay tuned to learn more with our guest and friend of Live Foreverish, registered dietitian, Holly Ryan. You're listening to Live Foreverish, a show dedicated to helping you live just a little longer. Here's your host, Dr. Mike and Dr. Crystal Gosser. All right, welcome to Live Foreverish. We have a guest, Holly Ryan. She is a registered dietitian, a food and nutrition expert, registered and licensed dietitian nutritionist. Very interesting. Um, she's a writer, blogger, and social media specialist. Uh, has been on the show before. Um, Holly, welcome. Thank you. Glad to be back. Uh, so, Dr. Crystal is just jumpy excited today. Um, and, and she is because she loved uh, an article you wrote, right? Um, what is it? Additives in processed foods, 10 ingredients to avoid. Right. That's what you loved, right? I loved it. I love the content. I love when my colleagues can give me a different perspective and, and put me in my place. She set me straight, <laughs> Dr. Mike, in, in the article. Well, well, I try to set you straight all the time and you just laugh no, at me. Oh, no. Holly, she made some amazing uh, points and, and a good perspective. And we'll talk about some of those perspectives. But it was eye opening. Well, and well, I appreciate thank that. Thank you. Why, why did you want to write this? So we hear all the time, you know, oh, avoid this ingredient, watch out for this ingredient. That ingredient is banned in other countries and allowed in the U.S. So I really wanted to explore, okay, what are these ingredients? What does the research say? Are they really that bad? Um, and just ultimately, it's really not practical to avoid anything in a package, mm -hmm. right? In today's modern world, we just can't do that. So um, and the fact that ingredients can vary significantly by brand um, ultimately, it comes down to doing a lot of label reading, not only looking at the nutrition facts section, but also the ingredient list. Yes. That's where you also want to pay attention to these. Um, that's where the added, you'll find those additives, right? So um, to make this, it's kind of like a daunting task. You don't want to like spend so much time in the aisle reading and reading. So to make this task easier, um, I made a list, you know, Good. of ingredients to look out for. So I, I could take that list, go to the store, right? And yeah. I, these are the things yeah. I want to um, want to avoid. Um, we're going to get, get into a lot cause I'm, I know Dr. Crystal is ready. I, I only have one big question, right? And cause this okay. is, your, you, this is your world, mm -hmm. you guys world, right? Um, there's different, everything at some point could have some processing, right? I think the word process has been beat up a little bit, right? It's like, it's like, it's been villainized yet processing is kind of normal in our food chain. So isn't it about the like level or something or a, a category of how much processing is being done? Yeah, absolutely. Um, most foods have gone through some level of processing, whether it's a very basic level or what we call ultra processed. Um, and we'll get into that. But, you know, there's unprocessed or natural foods. You pick a blueberry off a blueberry bush. That's natural, you know. Um, but if it's been dried and sugar added, Okay, now we're getting into some processing, right? right? So, okay. mm -hmm. um, so you have minimally processed um, cleaning, removal of unwanted parts, fractioning, pasteurization. Um, but when we're talking minimally processed, we're not really talking about oils, fats, sugar, salt. That stuff is not considered in minimally processed. But when you get into processed, that's where these other uh, culinary components are kind of added in. Um, to make the food more palatable, mm -hmm. to preserve it. And then, so then we get into the ultra-processed foods, mm -hmm. uh, UPFs, right? So ultimately, this is um, 
a lot of it's junk food, right? We all know junk food, but there's some things in there that are considered ultra processed that, okay, may surprise you. Cereal, right? We were talking mm-hmm. a little bit about this earlier. Um, but even like a sugary yogurt is considered ultra processed. Oh, well. So that, you know, wash out for the sugar content. You you would agree with that because that's a big, that's one of the. Oh, big absolutely. Things. Yes. We, we talked about that with on our school lunch, Ellie Live, about yeah. the sugary yogurts. Um, and, and I think it's important to understand the different levels. And we can't just say avoid processed foods completely. Mm-hmm. I think it's an, it's an impossible yeah. statement to make. And what stood out to me from your article was uh, often, and we've said this, Dr. Mike, shop the perimeter of the grocery yeah, store. Yeah, yeah. And you can't really just, you can't make that blanket statement yeah. because the perimeter of the store is filled with ultra processed foods as yeah. well. Yeah. And, and it assumes the aisles, the inner ones, don't have any healthy food, right. which they could have. Right. I mean, yeah. So the thought behind that is you'll find your produce on the perimeter. You'll find your fresh kind of like dairy products and things like that. But there's going to be additives in those in some of that packaged stuff on the perimeter. And on the same accord, like you were just saying, in the middle, there is going to be some nutritious items like nuts and and, uh, you know, some canned foods without. I I still like it, though. I I still think it's a good general statement. Like, come on, just in general. Well, I think. Potentially, right, because the perimeters will... <laughs> she, didn't like, she, she doesn't like my answer anymore. I think generally speaking, and it's a great concept because they, there would be less preservatives because they have to be kept cold. Right, right, right. Yeah. So I think conceptually there would be less maybe salt or less sugar, but it doesn't mean that it's not processed or ultra processed and i think it just goes back to what you you stated earlier just looking at those labels um and i think that's kind of a good place to start let's look at what are some of those additives that you found in research that could be problematic maybe we can just go through a list and and talk about each one yeah so i'm going to highlight you know some of the main ones some of the kind of like main red flag ones Mm -hmm. um But just also, let's just define an additive. So an additive, right? A substance added to a food to improve or preserve it, right? So Mm -hmm. on the most basic level, salt and sugar, and we'll get into that later. But I first want to talk about some of the more like true kind of things we may think of when we when we say an additive. Okay. Wait, Um, let me let me ask a quick question, though, because I think you said this already. I just want to make sure trying to follow mm -hmm. salt and sugar, though, you said aren't. Yes, that's that's additives, but it's those are not kind of considered like processing because that's so common. Is that what is that what you said? No, or is they, it... they are. Yeah, oh, they okay. are considered um, additives in processed food. But okay. I'm going to come back to those later. First, I want to talk about like some other things. So um, and I also want to say this before I get into the list. When it comes to additives, so a common theme that I found when researching this topic is that most things are not harmful in small amounts. Okay, so mm-hmm. um, that's why it's important to limit processed foods and have a varied diet because when you're eating too much of something, no good, right? And the amounts go up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so number one I'm going to talk about is artificial sweeteners. And okay. and we, we did a, you know, 
We don't like those. a live show about <laughs> sugar alternatives, right, yeah. Doctor yeah. Mike? So, oh, that's right. That was, yeah, and yeah. we talked about this a little bit, but it's worth mentioning here because, um, point blank, they've been associated with cancer, increased cancer risk. Yeah. Right. So that's concerning. Um, to name a few, you know, you have aspartame, which brand name it'll be NutraSweet or Equal. Mm-hmm. Um, which that one actually was also associated with an increased infertility risk. So oh. you have some concerning associations with these. Um, saccharin, brand name Sweet and Low, mm-hmm. Sucralose, Splenda. Okay. And may I just jump in is when you're looking at your labels, too, it's going to be on those labels that say sugar free. So people think that they're buying something healthy. Yeah. Right. If they see sugar free. Yeah. But but it's still sweet. So you got to go, how is this sweet if it's sugar free? Exactly. Mm. If you ever see (laughs) on the front of the label sugar free or maybe they'll say like zero gram sugar, you instantly have to think to yourself, okay. What are they putting in there to compensate for that? It is going to be something. Yeah. It's never not going to be anything. There's going to be something else to replace that sugar. It's either going to be one of the more natural alternatives, something like stevia, which we like, and then, you know, or one of the ones we don't like, the artificial ones. Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. And the artificial ones, for the most part, are used because they're so cheap. And they're sweet, 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 sweet. And we Super like that. Super sweet to yeah. the taste bud, so you don't have to use as much. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I remember years and years and years and years ago when saccharin was pretty much the only one available. Mm. It was the pink packaging, yeah. right? And then there, a study did come out showing it um, caused cancer uh, in, in rats, like in, in lab mm-hmm. studies. Mm-hmm. And so they had to add that to their to their packaging yes. and they fought it like they fought against the research they fought against having to do that but they had to and i still think today it's on the packaging wow yeah yes i do remember that the pink packet <laughs> <laughs> wow so uh, what else is on your list um next one nitrites so <laughs> the, these are preservatives um in processed meats so you you may remember this uh I don't know, maybe four or five years ago, the World Health Organization came out with a statement. They said, hey, processed meats, hot dogs, increase our risk of uh, cancer, uh, colorectal with, cancer. With every one hot dog yeah. you ate, there was, <laughs> I remember <laughs> that. Yeah. Just like, uh, oh, no. <laughs> and, you, and you think about how bad that is as you eat another hot dog. <laughs> Uh, so, you know, save it for 4th of July. Maybe it's something right. you don't want to be eating weekly, right? Yeah. So. But that's, but and again, though, a food like that to some families and stuff, they're cheap. It's easy. It's easy protein. Because we talked about the food insecurity thing as well. We do. So we don't want to, we don't want to, you know, make it sound like they're doing something bad. But as you said before, variety, yeah. figure yeah. out a way to get other protein mm-hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, hunger is a, is a big problem, you know. Food we want to eat, right? We want to make sure we're fed, but yeah. you know, try to use some discretion if possible. Um, so, so what, what, what about? So you said nitrates, right? There's, yeah. All right, so mo- now a lot of brands you, they, they say nitrate free and that kind yeah. of stuff. How true is that? <laughs> right? Is that? I mean, and, and if if they're not using nitrates to preserve, what are they using then? It's a good question. Possibly more sodium. Yeah. But in terms of is that true? You know. There's going to be some naturally occurring 
Um, there, there are some. Yeah. Remember, we did cover that. Right. Yeah. And yeah. the other thing you'll find, Dr. Mike, is the nitrate-free, they just don't last as long. Right. You know, remember the days you would buy the, the cold cuts, and they would last for months. It seemed like they, my, they my would My dad just... would stack up on bologna. No, seriously, because he I loved it, number one. And if it was ever like a buy one, get one mm-hmm. free, he would just say, and it would sit in there for, I, I don't know, I mean, months and months, and it was fine. It was fine. And now, <laughs> you know, when you buy the the healthier versions, I give it three or four days. And it's done. And it's done. It's slimy. You just have to throw it out. So yeah. I think that's what's happening is they just don't have the shelf life. Yeah. And maybe well, antioxidants, maybe like some rosemary extract, something like that to... To help, yeah. yeah. So, but why why do we need to, like, what's the big deal about nitrates? Um, so, just the association with increased cancer risk. Um, mm-hmm. Basically, what happens is the nitrates, the proximity to the amino acids from protein in these foods, um, plus a lot of times being cooked at high temperature, if we're talking like, you know, on the grill, mm-hmm. like hot dogs versus um, just deli meat, um, it could create these cancer-causing nitrosamines. And also advanced glycated end products, which um, the you know, aging stuff can can yeah. contribute to accelerated aging. Yeah. Right? Okay. Yeah. And All that's right. that's when you take that hot dog and put it on the grill, Doctor yeah. Mike. Yes, and that's the best <laughs> way to do it. Have two. Hey, so just to make sure, as we go through this list, right? Are are are, are these are these in order of like the worst to the, or is it just a general list of ones? Yeah, you not necessarily in order, but I'm highlighting kind of the top ones. I think that people should pay attention to. Okay. All right, so we've All got right. two so far. What's yeah. next? Um, so just you know, also other preservatives, artificial preservative preservatives, BHA, BHT, TBHQ. Um, these ones have been linked to potentially like endocrine disruption and sleep disturbances. It's not more kind of more studies are needed to really say, mm-hmm. hey, you should definitely stay away from these, but I would keep an eye on it, you yeah. know? And what were those again? BH? BHT. Okay. Um, and BHA. I guess okay. they're they're similar in their composition. And then another one is TBHQ. Okay. Okay. And these, right. and so they, they basically fall under hormone, like disruptors, that, yeah. that type of stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you, 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 there is a disclaimer in all this. Mm-hmm. More research is always, there, that's a, there's right. nothing wrong with needing more research. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people hear that and they're like, oh, see, it's that's none of that. That's not true. We always want right. more more data and stuff. However, it, it, tell me if I'm wrong. I think in, in the processing food industry, they don't want more studies. They don't want more data on this stuff. So they do fight yeah. against a, a, yeah. a lot a lot of uh, additional studies and stuff. That's true. All right. What do we got next? All right. So high fructose corn syrup is my next one. Now, it's a sweetener. It's made from corn. It it is in used widely in ultra processed foods. Um, it's cheap and it's basically another type of sugar to watch out for. Ultimately, so there's there's sucrose, there's table sugar, half glucose, half fructose. When it comes to high fructose corn syrup, especially when we're talking about things like soda, more mm-hmm. more fructose ratio in there, higher amount of fructose. Um, 55 versus 50. But, you know, like I said, ultimately, it's added sugar to watch out for. Yeah. And, you know, there's uh, some decent research, too, showing that that high impact of fructose on your system, very bad for your liver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A um, lot of liver issues. A matter of fact, um, you know, there's a few of your your metabolic experts that think a lot of the, the non-alcoholic fatty liver and stuff, you know, from the bad diet, yeah. a lot of that comes from the excess fructose that people mm-hmm. are getting from their diet. 
Yeah. Yes. And now it's not always called that, right? On a label. Don't they hide it? Isn't there other names for it that people don't? I thought yeah. I saw that. Um, I Didn't think you, you maybe told like, me that? There, well, there are other. Yeah. Do you know of a specific? So there's the high fructose corn syrup. Is it the um, the corn Corn, corn syrup, corn, right? It'll just corn say corn syrup. Yeah, there's a new, there's mm-hmm. a something like yeah. that. There's a new name, corn solids yeah. or something like there that. There are yeah. other ways to say it, and really, that's what it is. They're being tricky. Uh huh. <laughs> They're being tricky, but I do. I think that's a big one to avoid, personally. But I would have to say this, just because it says no high fructose corn syrup on that front panel, that's marketing. Yeah. Still turn it Turn the label over. They're not there's it's sweetened somehow. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah. so you still have to look at the amount of sugar. Yeah. yeah. Regardless. And the of only the, re- the only reason they use it, it's cheap. You can buy buckets of that mm-hmm. stuff. And that's why that's it's cheaper than mm-hmm. than refined you know, like a, a basic sugar or whatever. Yeah. yeah I think it also goes back to like corn being like a subsidized crop. Yeah. Right. So yeah. that's you listen. I, I I do think that's a big one. I yeah. think that, that the impact on the liver mm-hmm. is pretty big. Okay. What do we got next? Um, so like I was kind of mentioning earlier, you know, added sugar and excessive sodium. Um, listen, we need sodium, right? It's it's an electrolyte. It's a mineral. We need it, but we get too much. Mm-hmm. And sure. it's lurking. It's hiding in these processed foods. Um, bag of chips, frozen meals. Um, it's, it's in there. And so it's. On average, Americans consume 3,400 milligrams of sodium a day. Which is way higher than what's needed. 50% more yeah, yeah. than what we should, the uh, 2,300 milligram limit. And if you're high blood, yeah. have hypertension, it should be what, like 1,500, even lower. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, you know, and it's funny um, because a lot of people who do have like hypertension and mm-hmm. stuff and they're told to avoid salt, they think it's the salt shaker. Right. They nope. think. And, and when so when they go to their doctor, maybe they're having a hard time controlling the blood pressure mm-hmm. and they're like, doctor, I swear I'm not using it. And they right. and they I believe them. They're, I'm using Mr. Dash now. Is it Mrs. Dash? <laughs> Mr. Dash? What is it? Whatever. Whatever that brand is. And, you, and I believe them. But what they don't realize is it's hidden yeah. in all kinds of yeah. other foods they're eating. Yes. Yeah. Any condiments. Bread. Yep. Is one. Yeah. Tons of sodium in bread. Yeah. So and baked goods. And you can we can say this in plain sight, right? We gotta and we say the the same thing about sugar. Yeah. 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 So, um, you know, the American Heart Association recommends uh, limiting added sugars to nine teaspoons per day for men, six teaspoons for women, and packaged foods. It's a big source of sugar. Yeah. So when people hear this, though, do you think some people may get confused here, right? Because we just said, okay, watch your sugar. But yet, you got to sweeten it with something, and we just said avoid avoid these chemical sweeteners. Yeah. Like what? What's worse? Like what do I like? Where? How do yeah. I make that balance? And I think this is where some of those other sweeteners yeah. that we've talked about kind of come in, maybe. To yeah, definitely. So, um, you know, like your stevia, your monk fruit, these other things. Um, that's where those come in. And hey, we're not. I'm not saying cut out all sugar, but just keeping in mind that these processed and packaged foods are a source of sugar. Just watch out for the artificial ones. Try to find one with a better alternative. Or if it does have sugar, just just look how many milligrams it has and kind of keep an eye on it throughout the day. Oh, well, you know, I ate this earlier. That had a decent amount of sugar. Maybe I'll opt for some unsweetened yogurt now and I'll, I'll add a banana yeah. to it to get some natural sweetness, yeah. something we, like that. We always like to say look at the fiber to sugar, sugar to fiber ratio mm-hmm. as well um, and make sure that's five or below. 
Right. So you divide the sugars into the total carbs and that number should be five or below. And that's a good, just as each label, a good spot well, check. How, how many processed, and let's say ultra processed foods, the box, the cans, the condiments, follow that? Like how, oh. how many do you think are five or below? Oh, it's, let me tell you, I found a brand of cereal because we like cereal in our homes. And I found a brand and I just put all the boxes, you know, in my cart and just line them up. And I found it, you know, maybe two out of the eight that I had lined up uh, from a brand that was, you know, considered like a better for you yeah. cereal brand. That would have made a good reel or something. You should have, you should go maybe do that again. Yeah, that's right. So where are we at in there? How many we've gone through now? So we did artificial uh, sweeteners, uh, sugar, <laughs> preservatives, preservatives. You got salt. salt. <laughs> I think we, we're at we're at number four. We just finished four. Yeah. So one, two, three, four. Four. Five, yes. Technically five. Okay. Yeah. Okay. And then, um, so another one I wanted to talk about um, has to do with fats. Mm-hmm. Um, so vegetable oils and now kind of the buzz term is seed oils. And last time I was on the podcast, we went into depth about yeah. seed oils. Um, but when it comes to this, you know, it's in your crackers, it's in your tortillas, these packaged things. Basically, it's a lot of omega-6. We're not getting enough mm-hmm. omega-3 in the right. diet. Mm-hmm. If we eat too much of these vegetable oils with the high omega-6 content we're going to be out of balance our Mm. omega-3 to 6 ratio is going to be out of balance Mm -hmm. right which is going to increase your risk of uh, inflammatory issues stuff like that so we we and i think when you were on last time we talked about this didn't we cover what the ideal what is it three to six ratio is it's like oh yeah about four to one four to one Um, ideally less than that um but yeah four to one is the reasonable yeah six to three ratio that it that's reasonable to to achieve that's your goal yeah. like if you but, do a, an omega index test. yeah but most people are 16 to one or i mean yeah. it's just huge mm-hmm. and those omega-6s again they're coming from a lot of your animal protein mm-hmm. processed food right. seed all that kind of stuff yeah mm-hmm. so more fish would help Mm-hmm. Fish oil, fish oil, nutrients. Right. Mm-hmm. Add those to your, uh, add those to your regimen. And now look for those the the air fried options where they're not. I love using my air fryer. Much of the oils. I know those are super popular. I don't have one, but it's interesting to me. I yeah. love it. I, yeah. I just I made um, chicken wings out in the air fryer. Yeah, they're not the same. But they're they pretty, will do. They're pretty good, you know. Yeah, I I didn't. You don't have to bread them. I just mm-hmm. added my seasoning, threw them in there. No, I we Nate and I enjoyed it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's a way, even with the package. Yeah. Um, one of our favorite brands of chips now, they have the air fried option. Mm-hmm. Well, you got a lot of cereal and chips at your I, house. And I like uh, <laughs> kids. That's right, that's right. The avocado oil chips now. Oh, yes. Ooh. You know, just mm-hmm. choosing one made with a better oil, too. Yeah. So sure. avocado oil, coconut oil. Do you like that? Coconut oil. A little oil, more saturated, I guess. A little bit more on the saturated. I yeah. love avocado oil. And of course, you know, olive oil. Olive oil is always, mm-hmm. always yeah. a good, a good, way, a good yeah. way to go. Okay. So, all right. What's next? So just along the same lines of fats and oils, I wanted to talk a little bit about trans fats. Mm. Okay. Uh, what most Big, people now know are no-nos. Right. Big topic. But you're going to teach teach us something. Okay. So <laughs> are they still in our food, right? We heard something about legislation declaring, okay, no more par- partially hydrogenated oils. 
um, which are a source of artificial trans fat, mm. the worst type of fat. Um, the FDA declared, okay, they're no longer safe, put regulations into place, banning these trans fats, but it's taking a long time for for this to go through. Yeah. Um, probably a lot of red tape and um, maybe pushback from the industry. For sure, yeah. I mean, again, it, it all comes down to how can I make this product fast and cheap? Right. Right, and some of those, so all these things we've been talking about, they're cheap, right? Well, we know that the FDA gave the, the food industry kind of like a grace period mm -hmm. to make that get transition. it out yeah. of, of the foods to transition. And this has been going on for a long yeah. time, since like 2015. Right. And I think they gave them until 2018, and then they extended it out to like 2020. Yeah. And I think we're finally at a place now where you shouldn't see it. It should yeah. not be in your it, foods. It, well, in in packaged foods and stuff Correct. because you still have restaurants that use these things fast food places That's i mean i know there's point. some cities yeah. i think was it new york mm -hmm. that's that banned them in in fast food mm -hmm. but not most cities didn't do that so they're still there you still got to be con but at least by removing them from those packaged foods and if you go out to a fast food restaurant once in a while probably okay but right. we, we were getting it all the time yes so decreasing in food production is good mm -hmm. at the end of the day yeah, so that's a really good point about, you know, the restaurants and stuff. But at least we're, we're getting there with the food. So like you were saying, they give a grace period. Then 2021, January, was supposed to be kind of the final compliance date. And here's where I'm a little bit confused because just earlier this month, August 8th of 2023, they issued a final direct ruling. So I don't know why it started in 2015, but finally in 2023, hmm. there's a direct final ruling on it. But okay, here we are. We're well, wait, does that mean the way? Does that mean the transition period just now starts? No, no, no. The transition <sighs> period. I think that the final ruling was um, was updating documentation. Like, for, remember, we had the show and we talked about. The, the guidelines that define specific foods, what they were. Yeah. There were still hydrogenated oils and trans fats and some of the definitions of yeah, that particular yes, food. I do, yeah. okay. So they're they're cleaning up all yeah. the documents. It's and the just documents, sure it's the it's labels, it's, it's not just the putting the food together. Right, there's a right. lot that there's a lot it's that goes like just it. holistically getting it out of the food yeah, supply okay. as much as we possibly can. So that so that's so yeah, absolutely that's a wonderful thing. What's mm -hmm. next on your list? So those were kind of the main ones. If you visit my blog article about this, you'll you'll find some others that I explore. I talk a little bit about artificial colors, um, just some other preservatives, but you know, these are the main ones to pay attention to. So if, I, if I'm shopping, let's be real now. Let's bring yes. this down to the Thank everyday you. person. I'm in the aisle. Um, apparently, Dr. Crystal d says I can go down the middle aisles now. So I'm going down the middle aisle. <laughs> but go down slowly, <laughs> go, go. reading as you go. Well, that, that's my point. So if I pick out uh, a can of soup, let's say, and I ha I know your list or I have your list, I look at, and I don't see any of that stuff in there. It looks pretty good. Even though that's a processed can of soup, that's a better choice. Because maybe that's what I can afford. It's what my kids like, you know, whatever that is, right? Is that kind of the take home? It's just knowing this list and doing your best to avoid that wherever you shop, whatever mm -hmm. aisle, wherever mm -hmm. you're at. Mm -hmm. Yeah, do your best. Follow the 80-20 rule um, in terms of 80% of the time, you know, 
eating as clean as you can, 20%. Okay, maybe I'm going to enjoy this this packaged product that I like. And yeah. and I, I do have some, some tips that we can go through. Okay, sure. Go through the tips. So um, when it comes to like your deli meat, mm-hmm. um, choose off the frame sliced meats instead of the ones that have been like cured. That's where you'll find those nitrites. Um, okay. So, you know, they won't last as long. Try to kind of eat them quicker, Good tip. sooner. Like that. Um, we talked about label reading, keeping an eye on sugars, sodium. Um, here's like a good rule of thumb. Packaged goods, look for three to five ingredients. I like that. If the list is super long, long yeah. mm-hmm. question it. You know? yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And And the truth about the super long label most people see that and they're like, oh, whatever. And they yeah. just put it in the cart. Yeah. yeah. So if it, if you look at a label and you're like, I'm not reading all that, put it back. <laughs> how, how about that? Point. Yeah. Yes, if it's like too that. long for you to take the time to read it, mm-hmm. put it back. My <laughs> husband asked me, why do I take so long to grocery shop? I'm standing there reading all this stuff sometimes. So. Yeah. I think that's a, I like that though. I yeah. like that. that rule. Okay. What's your, uh, another tip? For um, so, okay. Make a lifestyle change. We like the Mediterranean diet a lot. Mm-hmm. The flexitarian style of eating is another good one where you consume kind of meat and animal products um, in moderation. So when you follow these type of healthy eating patterns, you'll naturally navigate away from a lot of these processed mm-hmm. things um, because you'll have more of an emphasis on fruits and vegetables and whole grains mm-hmm. that are really emphasized in these type of eating patterns. So, you know, yeah. follow these these healthy Simple. diets. Yeah, very good. I like you. You were trying to. What was the thing about going uh, vegetarian? Was it once a week, or didn't you say? Oh yes. Like, this mean, is a big you thing like you're trying to do. Meatless, meatless Mondays. <laughs> you know right. that's that's a great and and it doesn't mean like you fill it in with some weird meat substitute. Yeah. I mean, you you truly Tru- truly go veggie. Truly really do go it. veggie. Yeah. That plate all veggies. Like I some, think it's some, a great way yeah, to just grilled vegetables. Slowly get it in there. Yeah. Yeah, it's like, let's emphasize what we should be eating too. More of like, you know, we talk about what we shouldn't eat. If we focus on more of what we should be eating, we know we should be eating more fruits, more vegetables. If we focus on including more of these foods in our diet, we'll naturally exclude some of these other things, right? Excellent point. Excellent. And I think that's a good place to uh, remind the audience that they're listening to Holly Ryan. She is a registered dietitian, a writer, blogger, social media expert. Um, if you want to, if you want to uh, check out her article, you can go to lifeextension.com/processed, and there's a whole bunch more there. I know, so check that out. Lifeextension.com/processed. Holly, thank you for coming on. Hey, don't forget, you can go to liveforeverish.com. There's over now. I can say for sure there's over four hundred episodes. Wow. Yeah, so you can download, like, share. Uh, comment. We'd love to hear from you. And don't forget to subscribe so you never miss a show. Oh, by the way, our sponsor, Life Extension, wants because they really appreciate our, our audience, is giving you guys a 10% discount off your entire order at lifeextension.com. When you check out, there's a discount code little thing. Put podcast. That's all you got to do. Podcast. 10% off right there. Right? That's pretty cool. All right. But check out more podcasts at liveforeverage.com. I'm Dr. Mike. Thanks for listening.